0: Sounds like there's a big difference from the first week of practice under Hugh Freeze versus what a year ago looked like.
1: Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes.
0: You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And joining us now here on the show, Auburn defensive lineman, Jason Jones it's got to be weird one week you guys are all right football's back you're in the groove and then oh spring break hits and so you're you got to step away for a week but how's that first week been under the I guess the first time practicing under Hugh Freeze
1: yeah the first week went really well I think especially for the defensive line I I think every single one of us has has stepped our game up and put our best foot forward going into this break I think like I, like I said, we, we we've all done a great job. We all bring something different to the table as well. So I'm I'm really excited about the, the this D-line.
0: how important is everybody bringing something different to the table? I mean, how important is that? We talked last time about yeah. rotation probably being a bigger factor up front this year than uh, than the last few seasons. Yeah, how big is that?
1: Um, it's good because it's like the other team. You don't know what to expect. Yeah. Like this other, which one guy's good at the run? This guy's good at the pass. This guy's good. This one move. He always does this one move. But then you switch him over here. He does this. It's, it's really important to to be able to do that. Have that mixture. So you're leaving the other team guessing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that's some of what Ron Roberts does. Right, is he makes you know the whole concept of creepers and. Having different alignments up front, and you know, moving the jack around, moving you and Marcus around the different slots, you're making the opposing offensive line have to think a little bit more exactly pre-snap, that. right? I mean that, that that's a big part of all of this.
1: Yeah, and again, like I said, that's very important. Keeping the, the 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 offense guessing, and then that also allows more plays for everybody up front to you know keep keep making plays instead of just being one-dimensional. So I yeah. like, like, I said, I like Ron's. Um, scheme i love it and we've only got a you know a few plays in so it's just like i'm liking it right now i wonder how like a few months down the line is going to be you know what i mean we start adding in everything is it that much different than what you guys have been
0: doing the last uh the last two seasons i guess i guess you can only talk about last year but
1: um i mean football is all the same just different wording different sure terminology I don't think defensive line has really changed that much. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think you can really do any, anything else to 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 the line. I mean, I think we've pretty much done everything. So it's just different terminology, different uh, different schemes. I mean, just whatever you play in, but what you rather have a three four, multiple four three multiple. Just is all based on, you know, who also who you're going against too.
0: The assumption is that. You guys, and I mean, you guys, I mean, defensive line, and I guess really the whole front seven, like, doing more things opposed to you just being like a shade nose or a zero tech. Um, mm. are, are they moving you around at all? Or are you still kind of staying in that same area of the defensive front?
1: Well, uh, they're, they're removing everyone around. Everyone's playing different positions. And, again, that's key, and that makes you more valuable as a player. So, like, one down, I'll be in the zero. The next down, I'll be in the three. The next down, I'll be in the two. The next down, I'll be down, back in the three. Then I'll be in a one. Then, if you need me, in my opinion, if you need me, I can go to a four hour if you need me to. I can go back to a zero. And I guess it is very important to move people around. And that's what we've been doing. Yeah. And
0: Jason, for folks just hearing you kind of saying all these things. So uh, essentially, the, the higher the number is, the farther to like closer to the tackle you are. I, I think that's a simple way to put it.
1: Right. Oh, uh, that's. Kind of, yeah, Some a, yeah. a very simple way to, yeah, very way simple to put it. Way. That, was, that was simple, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I imagine how much of that is just early spring and they're trying to see who can do all that, or do you think you'll be doing all that when the season comes?
1: Uh, I can't tell you right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> gotcha. it just, it's it's all like – I. there's a lot of gray area. Uh, again, we just started – we just had one week of really putting on pads, so we're really just um, – Garrett especially is letting Gus play and just – you know, letting us do what we do best. You know what I mean. Instead of keeping us one dimensional, so I really yeah. love letting us really just play. You know what I mean. Yeah,
0: looking at what Jeremy Garrett did at Liberty, I mean his defensive line statistically was was great at was Liberty. Yeah, yeah. How um how different is
1: kind of going through drills under him versus you know what you've done in the past? Um, a lot. Again, it's all the same things, different sayings, different terminology, but it's all pretty much the same thing. Um, I like what Garrett does. I like what he's about. Um, Again, he lets you play really like free. Um, He lets you go be you, go make plays. Um, Like he always says, you're a football player, not a football player. Ooh, I like that. You're a (laughs)
0: football player, not a football player. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, So there's been a lot of talk, Jason, about like the Jack linebackers, how much different is that going to look to the Auburn fan watching this fall compared to like what we're used to seeing with that edge rusher type position?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's essentially like what we had last year, which was called the Rover. It's it's Rover. the same thing. Um, but our base defense is going to be like your traditional defensive end. Like which is going to be a big guy. You know, nose guard, no detackling, tackling can have that jack linebacker. So essentially it's it's going to be the same thing. Again, it's all just different terminology, different sayings and stuff like that.
0: Got it. Got it. When you look around the the defensive front so far, and once again it's early, but one weekend, who are some of your teammates that have kind of impressed you and caught your eye? Say, like, man, they did some work. They're taking that step forward that they needed to this offseason.
1: Um, I say Jeffrey Emba because what I saw last fall camp or last spring or no last fall camp when he really got back into the groove to now, you see significant growth. He's he's more confident. And again, like I always say, he doesn't understand how strong he is at mm. times. And, and I think you're 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 start, you're gonna see it this this season. Like he's tearing off blocks, making plays, he's doing really good. And I'm I'm happier for him and I'm excited for him this season.
0: Is he lining up in different spots too Jason just like everybody else um
1: he's playing the d end right now okay um just just d end but again, we'll see he's just a, a only pretty practices so I mean he's we'll a
0: see. pretty big d end right
1: he's very athletic too he's fast i mean he's fast,
0: yeah, yeah I mean is that a system thing where they want a bigger d end or he's just a freak athlete and so he's able to do
1: it I just He's a freak athlete. I think he can do it. I feel, I feel he can play all three positions, honestly. I'm going to be really? honest. He's that big, that fast. He can play D&D, tackle, nose guard if he needed to. If the team Interesting. To. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's kind of what Auburn fans thought
0: they were getting when, when he committed and they posted that video of him and Harsin hugging and getting hype and all that stuff. And so yeah. um, we've, we, and then halfway through the season, everybody's like, where is he? Where is this guy? And then he kind of turned it up towards the end of last year. It's good to see that he's getting a shot and making making the most of it. We'll continue our conversation with Jason in just a moment. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Look, we're past the midway point of the NBA season. If you're not getting in on the action, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. I <laughs> mean, You need to head over to FanDuel.com slash locked on to check out the FanDuel sportsbook. It is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. And new customers right now get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. It's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. And look, we're all watching a lot of college basketball right now. Be sure to check it out at FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more about the no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Jason Jones, Auburn defensive lineman joining us on today's show so a lot of talk about the offensive line you go up against these guys every single day you did it last year as well what's standing out about them i mean i'm just telling you the short time that we were able to see in the viewing window i guess last monday uh avery jones looked really really impressive to me
1: yes um he has experience under his belt and don't let east Carolina for you he's very strong he knows what he's doing too yeah um very he's he's a technician you don't really see his base to get too narrow or even get too wide again he knows he knows what he's doing and and you you can tell just by watching him he's gonna be really good yeah
0: is he kind of taking that that natural leadership role that the center typically has on the offensive line I mean is he an outspoken dude or does he just line up and hit you
1: um Well, as a center, you got to be somewhat vocal. You got to point the mic A's. you. Got to do this, do that. But besides that, he's he's more of like your 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 go play guy. Let let me show you type person. You know what I mean?
0: Is there anybody on the offensive front that talks smack to you a lot?
1: (laughs) Not not to me, but in general, yeah. Not to me.
0: Who's the biggest smack talker on the offensive line? Yeah, people.
1: (laughs) <laughs> i don't, i don't i don't know i don't know i don't okay. i don't gonna, gonna say that i got you.
0: i gotcha um are you a big smack talker no no not at
1: all yeah you're a lineup and play kind of guy too i'm just line, look i don't i i don't my point when i was younger is like why why talk smack when i just play and hit you uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like um i don't i don't talk to mac though i don't i don't i don't Talks smack. That's not me. That's not, if I do, I'm mad. Like I'm, I'm angry. Sure. In your head, but I usually just line up, play, get back to the line of scrimmage, play again. I'm, that's just me. I've always nah. been like, I think it's great. I think it's great.
0: Uh, but in regards to like the offensive line, do they seem better? I mean, it's a pretty much a brand new front than what we've seen in the past. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about
1: them. Yeah. Um, I think they're all a lot stronger. They're all yeah. faster. Uh, I feel like they're very confident in what they do and you can, you can see a difference. And like, even every last one of them have their own thing to them. Like Dylan Wade is also a person that surprised me. Like when he hits you, he hits you and he has like, he, and he's really good in pass protection too. I don't, I don't think sure. I've seen him get beaten in pass protection yet. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. I said he's, he's really good. Dylan Wade's good. Gunner has done really really good this this the the last uh, three practices as well um what's his name tate tate stepped it up to uh k playing guard now yeah tate's playing guard now he's playing guard Avery's playing uh center uh what's his name Stutz is doing really good too getting back healthy moving right he's moving a whole lot faster getting more athletic so again i'm excited for this o-line and i'm glad that they're doing good
0: yeah i think it's outstanding i think it's outstanding so
1: you get a week off after the first week
0: of practice. What are you working on? Uh, what are you working on this week? Are you just kind of using it to recover and kind of focus on what's ahead?
1: Oh no, you! This spring break is the easiest way to get like to, to, to lose shape, you know. So mm-hmm. I knew if I went on vacation, some bad, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever happened. So I, just, I went back home and started training with my trainer, Coach L. He's in Birmingham. I tra- I've been training with him since 10th grade. So I was 16 years old. I've just been training my butt off all week, just trying to stay fit. That's great. That's
0: great. Uh, then in regards to kind of what you want to accomplish the rest of spring, what would you say that is? I just, I
1: just want to get 1% better each day. I know, I know that sounds cliche, but I'm just being honest. I want to get better because if you're not getting better, then what are you doing at that mm-hmm. You're not trying to find something that to, to get better at, then what are you doing? So I just I'm just trying to get a whole lot better, improving what I did last year. Um, focus on pass rush a whole lot more. So that's what I've been doing.
0: I've I've heard you say this and I've seen a lot of players tweet it and talk about it on Instagram and stuff like that. Stacking days. Is mm-hmm. that something that this coaching staff's kind of preaching to y'all? Stacking days?
1: Yeah, like stacking days. So you have one good day, okay, cool, whatever. And then the next practice is bad. We can't have we can't have that drop off. Like if you're right here, you can't have that drop-off. You can't be bouncing back. We want to keep stacking days to keep getting better. And always try and find new mess ups, I guess is what they say. Because mm-hmm. when you have something new, then you got something to teach. It was the same old stuff over and over again, then yeah.
0: Sure. How is Freeze during practice? Is he is he like primarily around the quarterbacks and the offense or is he
1: everywhere? Um he's about he's about everywhere. He's about everywhere, but obviously, you know, he favors offense. He's he's an offensive minded guy. So yeah, he he uh he he roots for everyone, I, you know, but he's mainly around offense right now.
0: Are his practices noticeably different than uh, the previous administration?
1: Oh yes. Freeze goes past. Freeze goes fast. So, when so what? Goes-
0: what does that mean <laughs> in comparison to like what we were doing?
1: So, I'm I'm just gonna say, like he, like I said, when he goes fast, he goes fast. You don't got no time. Like, say, say you're going against freeze, you make a play, you don't got no time to celebrate. Get back on the ball, you got to line up again because they're going fast. And I think I like going fast. Honestly, I like how how our practices are laid out too because um, it's one form of conditioning, and you know. You, you get to play. I mean, you get to play longer instead of, you know, I, I'm not going to speak on that too much. You know what I mean? I,
0: I understand. Yeah. But I guess that makes sense. One, from a conditioning standpoint and two, just from a, you get more reps, you exactly. get more reps in a day yeah, and that's more, more chances people, to get better. Like you were saying,
1: more, more people get in as well. Uh, we're going to you. are also getting a lot of freshmen in as well to, uh, to play. And and in that tempo. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah.
0: Any, uh, any freshmen stepping up that you feel comfortable mentioning?
1: Like I said, Keldrick's um, doing good, getting healthy. Um,
0: that dude physically does not look like a freshman.
1: No, not at all. He's huge. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wookie's getting better. Wookie Denard's getting better. is getting better a whole lot. Brinson uh, Williams has been doing really good, too. Okay. Um, he's, he stepped up a lot. He's going to be really good. So I think, I think collectively, all the freshman mm-hmm. D linemen uh, specifically has been doing really good. And again, I'm excited for them.
0: Sure. What about a guy like Kay and Lee? I've heard good things about him. I know it's a different position group. You may not get to see a whole lot of them, but I've heard nothing but good things about. I've from heard Kay but good
1: things about him too. I've, he's. I've heard he's been doing really good these practices, and like he's. I heard he's doing an amazing job. Um, again, he doesn't look like your typical freshman. He's really fast, agile, I and mean, again, it's, it seems like he's been in this thing for about three years. So, again, I, I'm 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 excited for every single fresh everybody. I'm excited to see what. But, what we can accomplish this year. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, like, it, outside of just, you know, the Auburn bubble, there's a lot of talk throughout SEC football about, like, the the proposed scheduling and all that. Do y'all care mm-hmm. about that at all in the locker room? Or is, is it just is I, I, the, the whole, like, 9-3 model where you get each SEC team is probably going to get, like, three protected um, rivalries and the rest are going to rotate more often, do you guys have any opinion on that or pay attention to any of that? It doesn't sound like you are. If you, if, if, if you weren't aware of that, I just want
1: to play football, I don't really care.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I
1: wouldn't mind like, is, is the rotation more like Ohio State and then you get Penn State here? And you get, I don't really know what it is. I'm, just yeah, playing.
0: no, it's, it's more the, the theory behind it is every player would, pl- would get to play everywhere in the SEC if they stayed around their entire career. So yeah. you play everybody home and away in a four-year span
1: oh that's cool yeah i like that okay
0: you would like yeah.
1: that yeah i would like that i mean i haven't got to play uh who tennessee yet i haven't got to play vanderbilt we get to play vanderbilt this year i ain't gotten you, to play kentucky i mean you yeah, won't I'm, get
0: you won't I'm, get florida yeah well, I've, during your time I'm here in
1: florida i'm fine with that i'm cool
0: with that okay I'm, yeah so 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 that, that's appealing, you know, getting to play everybody in the conference. You think that's a yeah, cool that's thing cool. as a player?
1: That's cool. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah.
0: Cool. Cool. Well, Jason, thank you for your time, as always, buddy. Mm-hmm. know you're busy. You know you're, you're working out and, and all that. And, hey, best of luck uh, for the remainder of spring.
1: Yeah, thank you so much.
0: Great stuff with Jason. I want to talk about this article that has Robbie Ashford as the worst quarterback in the SEC. I'm not buying it. I'll tell you why on today's. Locked on Auburn coming up next. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the calories, carbs, fat, Built Bar is the treat for you. Covered 100% in real delicious, decadent chocolate. They've got all sorts of flavors. Head over to built.com to check them out. And be sure to check out the macros. You won't believe it. They are so solid, so good for you, low in calories, high in protein. You get them and they're like, wow, these are actually good. They taste like an actual candy bar. And you read the label again, it's like, wow. Wow, it keeps me full. Healthy can be tasty. Also, you can head over to Walmart or Sam's Club. Uh, You can now find Built Bars in both of those places as well. Or, of course, heading over to Built.com. There's an article that Athlon Put out specifically Steve Lassen of Athlon. He recently ranked Auburn in his spring sc power rankings, had Auburn as the worst team in the SEC West, which I I can I get where you're coming from on all that. I don't think with how you explain it makes a ton of sense. So when you look at Auburn in the pecking order, what we think is gonna be the SEC West. I think you have Alabama and LSU. And then I think everybody else is kind of in the middle. And when you look at Auburn versus the Mississippi schools, the fact that you have the Mississippi schools at Jordan Hare stadium, I just don't think that makes a ton of sense because I just don't think the Mississippi schools are going to win at Jordan Hare stadium in 2023. I'm just not buying it and also arkansas is just defensively can they get it together questions about you know kj jefferson you know i'm a little surprised he stayed if i'm being honest with you um, so i'm just not buying all that and of course with whatever's happening at texas a&m are they going to figure all of that out so i don't know if i'm necessarily buying that auburn should be last in the sec west they certainly shouldn't be first they probably shouldn't be third but anywhere after that i'm like eh, yeah I, I just don't think that they're the worst team in the West. But then LaSan put out uh, the quarterback preview and rankings article and has Robbie Ashford as the worst quarterback in the SEC. And I just don't think that's correct. Now, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the SEC that I would put ahead of them. But just to put him behind Brady Cook at Missouri and A.J. Swan at Vanderbilt, I think is lazy. And I think it's disingenuous. Like, what are you basing that... Off of. I think both of those quarterbacks had better protection than Robbie Ashford. And I just think if you watch football and you watch what happened in the SEC last year, I mean, Robbie's situation that he was put in was so bad. It was so poor and so unfair to Robbie and so unfair to Auburn and really kind of unfair to the starters around them just because they were not, none of them were put in situations to succeed. And and look, I'm not going to act like the situation at Missouri, the situation at Vanderbilt makes a ton of sense. And those guys were set up to succeed either. But Robbie, I think he made kind of made the most of it. And you can make the argument for Robbie's upside way more than almost any quarterback in the conference. So I'm not buying that. And I think a lot of these quarterbacks that were ranked ahead of him, uh, I think have better situations. And I just don't think that's how quarterback ranking should go. I think quarterback ranking should look at the quarterback, not the overall situation, and to me, I think that's a shame. And I think it's um I think it's unfair to Robbie. I understand you got to put somebody last, but Robbie's better than Brady Cook and A j Swan. Get out of here with all of that. Thank you so much to Jason Jones for joining the show. Be sure to give him some love if y'all don't mind. And we will uh, we'll be back, I guess this weekend throughout this weekend, and uh, we'll recap selection Sunday with a live show. So that should be a ton of fun. Follow me on social media as Z Blackerby. Read all my work at auburndaily.com. I got a cool announcement, a personal announcement that's coming up in the coming weeks, so be sure to stick around for all of that. Till next time, this has been Locked on Auburn.